The ability for agents to proactively identify people interested in a home like yours and directly market to them and create a system that not only captures that information but converts them from an online shopper into a potential contract for your house, that's the name of the game. That's the kind of agent you want marketing your home for sale. Now, the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues. Here's your host, Brian Beatty. Welcome back, folks, as the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. So we're talking about horror stories in real estate this week. I've been doing this for 18 years. I have no shortage of things that have gone wrong in, in the course of a real estate transaction, right? Some of which were preventable, some of which were not, some we just we had absolutely no control over, but had to adjust, pivot, some funny things, some inappropriate things. I mean, just everything you could really imagine from a housing perspective uh, or a day in the life of a real estate agent, I have probably experienced. And, you know, not all of it, surely. We still get chuckles in the office over some of these situations that we seem to find ourselves in or that our clients are in or that people that are trying to buy our homes are in. It, anyways, the point of today's show is really to help prepare you guys for when things go wrong. I, I think that a really good real estate agent is somebody that has enough transactional experience to be able to not just problem solve, but problem prevent. And I think the prevention is where real experienced agents shine. Getting back to what we were talking about right before I took a break, in this type of a market where there's not many homes for sale and a lot of real estate agents looking for homes to sell, you have a lot of folks that will basically compete for the listing by telling that seller what that seller wants to hear, which is, oh, your home could sell for however much more above whatever it is that other agent that the seller interviewed told them they could sell their home for. I mean, that's basically what a lot of these agents are doing to win listings, right? Win the listing appointment. Big focus on that in our industry is, you know, win the meeting, win the business. And I think that a lot of agents are obviously scaling back on their marketing. Some of them don't have marketing budgets at all. In fact, a large number of agents don't have marketing budgets that directly relate to you and the marketing of your home. Let me be very clear on that. A lot of agents have marketing budgets. It's just that the marketing's for themselves or it's to find leads, or it's to pay companies to generate leads for them. really has nothing to do with promoting your home to buyers, right? The ability for agents to proactively identify people interested in a home like yours and directly market to them and create a system that not only captures that information, but converts them from an online shopper into a potential contract for your house. That's the name of the game. That's the kind of agent you want marketing your home for sale. That's something we focus on. It's a very large portion of what we do. And it's almost all of what I personally do is, is list and sell homes. But anyways, getting back to what we were talking about, these agents are basically saying, hey, you know, what have other agents told you? How much do you want to sell it for? What's the lowest you'd go to the point where if you had to sell the home for less than that amount, it was just it just wouldn't make sense to sell it, right? They've gotten really creative in the way in which they, they ask these questions. But the bottom line is they're just trying to bait you into telling the agent what that agent wants to hear, which is what price do I need to tell the seller in order for them to hire me as their listing agent? And then once they get that listing, again, they go on the market with the price that they suggested or that y'all agreed to. And it's not always the agent's fault. Sometimes it's the seller, you know, really trying to push the envelope on pricing and, and sometimes just being flat out unreasonable 
with what their home is worth or what they would need to sell for in order to make sense out of moving. But then, of course, they hit the market and then they just reduce, 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 reduce. Some buyers see that as an opportunity to get a good deal. Some investors look at that and say, okay, this person's desperate. And it's really the exact opposite of what the seller wanted, right? So the whole point in saying this is that when you're hiring a real estate agent, it's important that you understand first and foremost, why they're telling you the number they're telling you, your home value. How did you get there? How did you arrive at that? Can you justify that? What is the data telling you? And why are we choosing that specific number? Get them to tell you. I'm telling you guys, a lot of agents cannot substantiate their own claim on the opinion of value they're giving you. If you call them out on it and they can't support it through evidence, real data or a very compelling story, then you know what they're up to. I think you as a seller should have the right to choose your strategy. Overpricing and then constantly reducing your price, yes, is a way to sell real estate. And for a lot of people that don't sell a lot of listings, it's their main way of selling real estate if they're in a competitive environment. And you know, I'm not trying to throw the you know entire population of real estate agents under the bus. But at the same time, a lot of agents that have been around that really understand the market know that this is happening. And I think it's my responsibility as the host of this show, the, the only real estate show on AM Talk Radio in Charleston, to help you guys understand some of these strategies that are being deployed and how that impacts you and the sale of your home. Because if you think it doesn't have an impact on you, guess again. So we need to be clear on what the strategy is and why and how and what happens if things don't go according to plan. One of those things that doesn't go according to plan are things like the home inspection or the appraisal or there's a termite or moisture related issue, or the buyer doesn't get financing, or there's some sort of contingency that we were never made aware of. Like as an example, a buyer makes an offer on our listing and they have a pre-approval letter. We call the lender because we have the right contractually to call the lender and basically get that lender to prove to us that they have in fact looked at this buyer's, you know, bank statements and pay stubs and tax returns and run their credit and verified they have down payment. We have the right to do that. Now, some lenders are going to give very generic information. Some are going to say, oh yeah, they're, they're blah, blah, blah. They'll give us information that helps us feel like, man, okay, these folks are legit, but you've got plenty of lenders out there that can't answer questions like the ones that we're asking. They don't remember. They have no idea who that borrower is. I mean, it, it just, off, off the rip, it gets a little little dicey. It gets a little sketchy. You know, how, how can you provide a letter to a buyer saying that they can get a mortgage and then not recall anything about that application? Cause for concern, right? Well, in this particular example, we had somebody that made us an offer on one of our listings. This was quite a while ago. Pre-approved, putting 20% down. Contract looks good. We verify everything. We get through the home inspection. All good. Get through the appraisal. All good. Get through the termite and moisture inspection, also called a CL100. Everything's fine. Now we're just waiting on closing, right? A few days before closing, the agent representing the buyer says, hey, we're going to need probably another month to close. And of course, I'm like, well, why? <laughs> What's going on? They're like, well, their home isn't sold yet, huh? <laughs> no mention of this in the contract. No mention of this at any given point in time up until a few days before closing. Now. We have to be very careful with our clients, especially when we're representing somebody and they're selling their house, about when we feel okay telling them, hey, now's a good time to go ahead and start packing up the house, right? I think now we can go ahead and, and get that part of this process behind us. 
We don't want to do it too soon if there's still some negotiations left, like you know the results from the home inspection or some sort of issue with the appraisal or the termite and moisture inspection. You know, we need to be prepared and we need to make sure that we're working with a buyer that's reasonable enough to basically give us the good feeling that we're going to end up closing this house, right? This deal is going to get done, but you have a lot of buyers that are very opportunistic that will basically give the seller a contract that on the surface looks really good. But then when they get to the home inspection, they just try to beat up that seller as much as possible. And a lot of those deals fall through. So we need to be careful about when we're telling the seller to move out of a house, right? For, for obvious reasons. Well, three days before closing, we get this bombshell. The contract has a very specific line on it that says whether or not this offer is contingent upon the buyer's home selling. Furthermore, there was no mention of it on the pre-approval letter, no mention of it by the lender. And we find out a few days before closing that, well, you know, we're, if we can't sell our home, then we can't get a mortgage. I was like, well, wait a minute. That's exactly what this letter says. And I talked to your lender and he said that he verified everything and that you were good to go. This should be a non-issue. And you didn't make the offer contingent upon the home sale contingency. You know, this, you, you can't just surprise, we have to sell our home first. And obviously the lender uh, should have known. The question is, how did we get to this point, right? How do these things happen? Even when we're doing our job, we're crossing our T's, dotting our I's, making sure that you know, this this thing is going to line up really nicely and that this is going to be a smooth and successful transaction. So we had an agent that didn't fill out the contract correctly, didn't tell us, uh, basically, you know, lied through a mission that they do, in fact, need to sell their home. Somehow the lender was able to generate a pre-approval letter without including in it the fact that the buyer had to sell their home before they could buy something. And this is an out-of-state lender, which don't get me started on some of these folks that are licensed to do mortgages and you know all 50 states or whatever that just well we'll we'll go down that tangent maybe another day but the seller is now in a position where they're incurring cost they've got movers that have packed up their house thankfully they had another place to go they had a second home that they were just moving into and that was going to be their primary residence so it wasn't as bad as it could have been but it's still a bad situation and it's something that we as a seller should you know we're we're going to take advantage of this opportunity quite frankly so the buyer started paying extension fees and now we have a not necessarily win-win scenario because the win-win scenario was you would have closed on time and done what you said you were going to do which is buy this house then you you know you tell us that you have to sell your home without somehow that that got under the radar by the buyer agent and by the lender, which should not ever happen, by the way. But we adjusted, we made it work. But this is why working with, I think, a real estate agent is incredibly important. That was a scenario that was a shock to everybody. But we pivoted, we made it work. The seller uh, actually ended up profiting from that situation, which was my client, the buyer, not so much, obviously. But this is just the tip of the iceberg type stuff right? Things can get a lot worse from here. You as a consumer need to work with somebody that can look at a situation, look at a contract, gather enough information to construct a scenario that will work for you, work for them, avoid pitfalls, or at least have the conversation with you beforehand on, hey, this is what we're trying to accomplish. These are the things that we're going to be watching really closely. 
if this happens, then this is what we do. If that happens, then we'll do this. That's the kind of consultation that I think a lot of agents want to give their clients. And I think a good portion of them do, but you need a lot of transactional experience to be that person that says, hey, it doesn't really matter what gets thrown at us. I've got a way of figuring it out. And because I've done it before and I'll do it again. So if you're looking for that kind of agent with that kind of experience, I'm just here to tell you, and this is me being very blunt, but I don't know of anybody else in this market that has the number of transactions under their belt that I do that is still the person that will sit down with you at the kitchen table and discuss selling your home. Yes, I have a team, but when you call me and you want to work with me, I'm the person that meets with you. I'm the person that represents you. I'm the person that you're working with. So if you value that, please give me a call so that we can talk about your scenario. My number is 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or check us out online, listingsincharleston.com or brianbeattyteam.com. Or shoot me an email, brian at brianbeattyteam.com. Stick around, folks, for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Stay tuned for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Have a real estate question? Ask Brian Beatty. Contact Brian Beatty online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-888-0065. That's 843-888-0065.